All right. All right. Welcome back. Episode three of the Hunting RJ podcast. Um, it's good to be back. We're going to be finishing um, some of our top five players that we didn't really get to in, in the last in the last episode. Um, we're still missing our, our power forwards and our and our centers. Hope you guys are enjoying the content so far. Um, we'll start getting our episodes out weekly. Um starting next week i believe we're still going to put out a few more before that trend starts but yeah yeah anything else to add before we start quick update um we're live on spotify just got the got the ad today uh waiting for apple Podcasts. we're live on google Podcasts, i believe apple Podcasts is a big one though we're, we're gonna yeah, get that awaiting verification because i'm an apple podcast listener so i can even listen right now um, yeah, but, but but we'll be up there soon. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna come up with a, a March Madness. This should go up like I think I'm gonna put this up right after we film it. Um, and we're filming this on Sunday night, March the 14th. Then the March Madness um, predictions and and selection Sunday reactions will be up prior to the tournament on Thursday. Um, and then I think from there on, we're gonna go hit them with a weekly episode. Get a nice little schedule. Get in the group. Yeah, and we should have a guest for the uh, March Madness. We'll yeah. See. Yeah. yeah, and then I think, and then I think the episode after that, right? We're we're looking to do a soccer episode, and, and we have some guests in in mind. Yeah, there. special guests. So, any soccer fans, get ready to tune in next Sunday. Probably will be when that one comes out. Um. So yeah, yeah, looking forward to the next right. episodes. But let's get into this one. Okay, someone hit us with it. Power forwards. Yeah, number one. Yeah. Once again, I feel like top two is pretty. You know, I don't know. I have Giannis and then AD. It's just I have, I have Giannis and AD as well. Wow, I, I think any contradictory list is blasphemous. And I, must, I might, I might say though, I, I might say though, if we're just going off how they are playing this season, I don't think AD gets that two spot. I think Zion's having a better year than AD has actually this year. How many games has AD even played though? That's yeah, true, like, but even but but let's say let's say. Um, even even if you look at his if look at his numbers, what's he giving you like 20, 22 and ten? I think this year, just just not not been very very effective. Needs to find that groove, obviously. Yeah, um, but he had like the shortest off season. Yeah, I mean, I haven't mean, had tons of time to prepare. Like, yeah. AD was probably a bit burnt out. To be yeah, honest. exactly. And to be honest, if, if I'm AD, I'm just sitting there being like, dude, I don't fucking care about the season. I just got myself a ring. Like, we're gonna be. The three seater, two seater. Yeah, and then you go like you ramp it up right before the playoffs, and then you try to win it again. But this season, he doesn't really care. He's already yeah, like by, by your logic, Ado, LeBron wouldn't even be a top ten player. No, <laughs> I, I, I'm not saying by any means that 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 Anthony Davis is not a top ten player, or or is not the second best player at this position. But but just he he's obviously not playing this well, not because he can't, but just because he's not taking it as seriously as he has. Well, and, and he's injured, so. and he has he's deserved that right, I think. So yeah. yeah, I think I think I think three, four, five are actually very interesting. Very, very tight. Interesting. Very tight. Um, so I I have Julius Randall as my number three pick. So do I. I love Julius Randall. Wow, wow. I love okay. Julius Randall. I I'm, love I'm a huge it. Julius Randall fan. So this is interesting because I have I have Zion Williamson at three. Wow. As my as my third, I'm I'm shocked by that decision. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think well well you have to look at, you have to you have to look at it. I mean I mean Zion Williamson right now 
he's playing great basketball and 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 what he brings to that Pelicans team on both ends of the floor is I don't think Julius Randle can do the same thing for for New York. Um, he's on both ends of the floor, right? On on both ends of the floor, yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, we, we also have to look like like Zion Williamson right now, fifth in the NBA in PER, um, top fifteen in the NBA in win shares, blocks plus minus, and value over a pacing player. Like uh, the advanced at the advanced numbers back it up. Like I just think that this season he's really taken that step. Obviously, starting in the All Star game um, in, in place of uh, Anthony Davis. No, not in place of Anthony Davis. Who was he in place for that he started? Joel Embiid, I think. But but yeah, I mean. I think I think he deserves it. I think I think three is a fair spot for him. And I honestly think at the start of the season, I wouldn't have even thought of Zion Williamson in the top five power forward. But now, I mean, this season he's just shown it to me. So so make it so uh, easy. Sec, I'd like to prelude. That was the greatest fantasy basketball pick of all time, Julius Randle in like the twelfth round. Yeah, dude. Did you uh, get him in the twelfth round? I, I got him late. I can look, but I got him. I late. think I think he's in the eighth round. I, I checked. I checked That's last. Insane. Week. That's insane. Okay. Anyways, um, thank you for setting me up like that, Aiden. Um, couldn't be easier for me. So let's do this. I have like a three pronged approach to why Julius Randall is a better player than Zion. Let's hear it. Three prong. Prong number one: impact. Julius is simply having like a much more impactful season. Than Zion Williamson. I mean, like this Knicks team is, for lack of a better word, it's terrible. Ass. Like <laughs> RJ Barrett is just an inefficient dog that just hucks out mid-range jumpers. He's just bad. Like it's quickly like your third best player, bro. Got like, yeah. The Knicks team is just the the organization organization is in shambles. The players are horrible, and they're six in the East. Um, I have an update the stats. But when I took the stats, I mean, they're six in the, six in the East above the Pacers, Heat, Hornets, Hawks, like some quality teams there. Um, and, and, I mean, compared to to the Pelicans, I think the Knicks are, are the much more inferior team, right? You're not surrounded by by Lonzo Ball, by Brandon Ingram. Like, like, is Zion even the best player on his team? Well, that's the thing. I mean, let's right now, he's not even taking the most shots on his team, and he's still giving you 26, 7, and 3, right? So... When you look at just how efficient he's been playing without the basketball for most of the time when he's on offense, it's it's quite remarkable. I mean, I just well, think- I mean, if, if you're just looking at points, who's a better scorer in terms of putting the ball in the basket? We have Zion, but but, but basketball isn't about that. Basketball's about winning games, right? right he's right. simply playing a, a bad brand of basketball. It's not very impactful, right? Because look, like his team, he's not even the best player on his team, and his team is still not doing well, right? Yeah, but he's, the defense. He's, in the, he's also look at their schedules as well. New York is not playing that. Quality. You can't compare the, the bottom, like the, the Eastern Conference, the Western Conference. They're like, if you look at the West and the standings out West, um, it's tough. Every game is tough. The I'm not. What's the Pel- Do you have the Pelicans' record up right now? No, I don't. But okay. the funny thing is, we're not arguing what's a better conference, Western or Eastern. We're arguing who's a better player. Yeah, and yeah. and but, I mean, but, okay. you, you mentioned on both sides of the ball, Zion's impact. That this impact. Julius Randle, metric-wise, is the best defensive power forward in the league, as measured by real offensive plus-minus and real offensive rating. Yeah. Zion's the third-worst power forward in the league, 79th out of 82. And you're being like, go on both sides. Really? Yes, yes. Interesting. All right. Bonus is in the middle of the pack, and he's in the conversation, too, um, for this spot. But but Zion is simply a liability on that in the floor. He shouldn't. I don't understand why he, he's a bad defender, because he's an athletic freak. I just think he's under that position, maybe. Um, 
And then yeah. like reason kind of sorry, I'm I'm speaking. Three. Sorry, sorry. Um, sorry. <laughs> Julian Randall is just he's just a more skilled player, right? He shoots the ball better, he handles the ball better, he passes the ball better. And as a result, he's like being just a more impactful player. He, he leads to winning games, right? He's a better defender. On the offensive end, he's way more versatile. He does way more things. And as a result, the Knicks win more games. Give me that guy any day and twice on a Sunday over Zion, who just like hobbles around the court and gives me 26 points. <laughs> the thing, the thing with Zion though, that I have to bring up because you mentioned it's that like, like those, those value numbers on uh, defense. And there's, and there's no doubt that, that, that that's obviously, that's obviously a big factor, but, but, but defense is also a team based thing. Right. And, and you have the, you have the system in, in New York where they're the best defensive team in basketball right now. That whole team is committed to playing a good, a good brand of defense. But they're anchored. They're anchored by Julius. Uh, of course, of course, and, and and he deserves a lot of credit for that, and that's why he's fourth actually on my my ta- on my power forward list. But 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 what Zion is is getting played right now at right now at many times is an undersized five. He's getting played as a five on a where he, where he really has no right being a five on a team. That team is is a tough a toughly constructed team because really when they have Zion at the five, they have no real floor spacing. You have Brandon Ingram who just who loves a mid range shot. You have Lonzo Ball, who's who's improved his three point shooting, but again, like, are you are you, are you kidding me? Um, then you then you have like a bunch of these other guys like Josh Hart, who really can't... doesn't have anything to do with defensive structure, dude. Well, I'm it doesn't it doesn't have <laughs> well no I'm moving I'm moving I'm moving off of this defensive structure. I'm, I'm just saying they're, they're he's ignoring that point. No, no, I, I said well, well, I'm saying they're 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 just a bad a, a badly constructed team. And there's Zion just shouldn't be playing as a five. Like it just it doesn't work defensively. If he's and, a five, why is he only grabbing seven boards a game? Like, like you, you have to you have to. There's other things on the court rather than scoring inside the paint that matter, right? Like in terms of yeah, what's telling offense on how you score in terms of how you rebound the game or how you rebound the basketball in terms of how you pass the basketball. That's what contributes to impact. If he's playing the five. Shouldn't he be bringing down more balls because? Hey, yo, that kind of sounds sucks. Yo, yo, that kind of sounds sucks. Fuck. Shouldn't he be grabbing more rebounds because yeah. he's a five? No, no. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I do like your argument for Julius. I think I, I, I think it's 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 close between those two. Zach, do you have do you have an opinion? Well, the only thing I want to say is the reason I did Julius at three is sorry some people are texting me um the knicks are just a far inferior team to the pelicans and the knicks are 20 and 19 and the pelicans are 16 and 22 and like i know aiden said the whole west thing but the knicks are seven and eight against the west and the like in their conference the pelicans are eight and 14 so like yeah like like and, and Zach, do you, that do you argument think, isn't really do you like think, there. You think if you take Julius Randle off that team, what happens to the Knicks? Like, are they still a six seed? Or... Oh no, they're probably in the G League. Yeah, yeah, six seed. That, in that'd G be League. my right. Argument. Six seed in G League. Um, and, and yeah. you take Zion off. I don't think they're winning the title. There, there's the no team. doubt that Julius Randle is the more valuable player to his team because the Knicks are a worse team, right? So like, you're going to be more valuable to a worse team than you are going to be to a, a team that's better, but. But uh, yeah, no, I, I complete. I, I I love I love your guys' arguments for 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 Julius Randle, and and I think it might be a little bit of inherent bias, just because I, I I've never really visioned Julius Randle as this 
great player because well, he, he played for like the lakers you're just kind of like uh okay you, he's you there kind of, you kind of have this this predetermined um exactly almost almost like reasoning of oh no, this Ju- i've seen julius randall play his whole career there's no way he can be this this good his right? development reminds me somewhat it's like somewhat akin to to bam in terms of they're like a high profile top five pick in the nba draft as like a big like bam's first yeah. few years in the nba too he wasn't really anything right he was still like just playing the same brand of basketball in like Kentucky, and then suddenly he's got all these guard skills where he can like hit mid-range shots, he can pass the ball, he can rebound too. It's kind of like a similar yeah. vibe with Julius Randle coming out of the yeah. coming into the league with like high expectations, really misses them, and then somehow works on his game and and brings all these new guard skills to the table. Yeah, firing yeah. stuff, kids. So so, what do you guys have? Who do you guys have up next? <laughs> Zach's just nomming on his fucking pencil. Um, I got. I have some bonus for actually over Zion. And I think it's for like very similar reasons in the Julius case. Like yeah. just like Sabonis is a very versatile player, right? Like he, he rebounds the ball better than Zion. He passes the ball better than Zion. He averages six assists a night. That's pretty remarkable. That is. Um, the the yeah. this Pacers team, and Aiden, I know you agree here, is is loaded. Like yeah. they are loaded. But I also think like Sabonis is a key piece. I think if you take him off that team, he's I think he's arguably the most valuable piece in that team. Um I think he is. I, I think he is. Yeah, and he's actually like like he's a better defender statistically than Zion. Um, and I guess again that could be attributed to to the team's better defensive efficiency. Um, but that's a metric to throw out there. I just think I just think again like he's a more impactful player. I think Zion has much more potential. I think if he can develop like the, these skills outside of just scoring, he's just incredibly one dimensional at the moment. If he can de- develop these other skills, I think you can easily see him at 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 three on this list. But I think for now. He's got to be below my Sabonis. That's fair. Yeah. And, and and let's talk a little bit about the Pacers while we're on Sabonis. Uh, if they get healthy, um, we're still a little bit unsure about TJ Warren's timeline, but is that the best starting five in basketball, Callum? With 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 uh, no. with Malcolm Brogdon, Karis LeVert, TJ Warren, <laughs> DeMontis Sabonis, and, and Miles uh, Turner. And Miles Turner? I, I, just, I don't think you can give it – I don't know. I, I feel like you just need – that itch factor on the team, you know, I I know what you mean like that star, right? Yeah, but it's that yeah, I think Brooklyn it's just three guys that are better than top. anyone you just named. Sorry, Brooklyn is three guys that are better than anyone you just named. Exactly. Yeah. So so obviously, uh, obviously Brooklyn. Brooklyn yeah, like the Pacers. Fine. I think I think the Pacers with that with that rec, with that uh, roster could do absolute work in the regular season, similar to what the Jazz are doing. Um, but I honestly don't think they have. In them in the playoffs to be they got it they got to get healthy first and then yeah it's yeah. hard to tell right now i also don't think i think i think tj warren's timeline is relatively insignificant too to be honest like yeah. i don't think he adds that much incremental value based on what they already have but true he let he did lead the lead their team in scoring last year um so he he is he is kind of their go-to guy down the stretch obviously he had that big stretch in the bubble as well yeah, bubble tj is nice dude yeah <laughs> Yeah, but but obviously like Malcolm Brogdon and Karis LeVert, that's a solid backcourt. You have one guy who can guard efficient, and then one guy who's obviously a a great scorer off the off the dribble as well, and can play as a as a secondary guy or or even a third option. So yeah, I know they'll be an interesting team to watch if they get healthy in the playoffs, and definitely a team that could sneak in as one of those four, five, six seeds and give give a Brooklyn or a Philly or a Milwaukee trouble in the playoffs. So yeah, I agree there. Zach, who is your four and five? The bonus Zion. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think for the same reasons. 
I think Zabonis is or Zion's just a more explosive athlete as a result, scores the ball better, but he's still young. I think he can be a great player. He's in his second year. Like I think yeah. if you talk to me in two years, I'm gonna say Zion. Yeah. But. Uh, pause for a sec. Zion, if you're starting a franchise right now, you're taking Zion and John. Zion, what? Zion and John. And John Murray. If you're yeah, starting a franchise. Next count. <laughs> If you if you told me this at the start of the season, I would take John Morant, but I think now I have to take Zion. I have to. He has a more I, unique skill set. I agree. I can find a guy like Ja more often yeah. than I can find a guy like Zion. Yeah, dude. Zion's a freak. He scares me. He's yeah. so athletic. He reminds yeah, I, me of eating lunchtime basketball. I don't know. That might just be me. The amount of six one defensive liabilities that can shoot the three in our athletic. There's like a lot of them, right? Like Sharif Cooper, we just drafted him from Auburn at like 15. Um, John's like unreal. I'm a huge fan. He's such an entertaining uh, game, but I think he's slightly overrated given his style of play. Fair, fair, fair. All right. So shall we move on to the to the center? Yeah. Zen so, beat out. Like how bad is his injury? Dude, I hope that guy gets better soon. Like so as expected to miss two to three weeks. Interesting. I like I I like this Philly team. They can they can start to make some trouble. Like the thing is, Brooklyn just got Did a lot you better. Pick them to win. Sorry. Didn't you pick them to win? I I did pick. They were my pick. I think to win the. If I if I remember correctly, yeah, they were my. Pick. I feel like you should back it with some money on Philly if you're feeling confident. No, I don't feel confident. <laughs> I don't feel confident at all. Oh, especially not now with with Joel Embiid's like what does he have a knee and a half now? So like, let's let's hope you can give him your knee. <laughs> what happens there? Yeah, we'll see. So yeah, I mean, speaking of Embiid, um, obviously one of the best centers in the NBA. But where do you guys have him? Wait one second. He's not my number one. He's my two. I'm a two. He's my two as well. And that's just yeah. because Nikola Jokic, historic season, historic season in terms of just. Wait, you have Jokic, right, Calm? No. What? I do not have Jokic. Who? Wait. Who? Rudy Gobert. Dude. No, you don't. No, you okay, don't. okay, okay. You know, you know why this is so funny? Because we were, we were all going, we're, we're going off. We, I thought I was going to slander Gobert in this segment. Like I know, like you thought you probably weren't gonna have him in your top five either. I have him three, and it's close. I have him three. And I'm two. kidding. Gobert doesn't touch my top five. Yeah, there we go. I, I have him three. I have him three, dude. Okay, I'm gonna say this right now. You know who has the best offensive rating in NBA history? Rudy and it's Gobert. not close. Rudy Gobert. Define Isn't that a crazy stat? Rating. Offensive what? rating, just just pure like. I, I, I need to. I need. I need. I need to know how. I, I don't know exactly how it's calculated, but it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a valid stat because like we have like Chris Paul, Steph Curry, they're all Rudy Gobert by a few points is number one, and it's this and like, year or like no, this no, year all time all time in NBA history. Oh, like it's just he's an analytical nightmare. Like I tried to hate this guy, but just every number is telling me he's valuable. It's insane. He also he's also has the the highest defensive box plus minus in the NBA this year. I know. Like I, you you try to find holes in his game and you see him getting exposed in certain plays and he looks silly guarding Steph Curry's and LeBron James's on the perimeter, but at the end of the day, 
he's one of the most valuable players in the league. And there's really no way. Oh, hold up. He is. He just is the one of the most valuable players in, in the league. I I hate the guy. I cannot stand watching him play. And I think in the playoffs, he can get exposed a lot easier than a lot of the other guys. Uh, obviously, Jokic gets exposed um, defensively as well in the playoffs. But can, can we backtrack for a sec and get, yeah. to, like, get to this Gobert or Rudy Gobert thing in a sec? Gobert? <laughs> Gobert. Dude, I, can't, I, don't, I don't have enough respect to the guy to pronounce his name correctly. Okay. I don't know if I even have an, any more to say. I don't even want to justify anything else about this guy because like, I hate the guy. But he's three. And okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. Who's your one? We all got Jokic at one. Jokic is Jokic season. Do we need? Do we need to argue the why Jokic over Embiid, or is it pretty self-explanatory? No, it's. I hope it's not. I mean, it's like an unbelievable season. Like just. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, like, like. No Embiid's one's gonna numbers, argue the other side. So. Embiid's numbers are like like he averages thirty a night, thirty eleven. It's Embiid is very very good, but being forty two percent from three, yeah. I, I I think it all comes down. To, I, I think it's very similar to the Zion. Uh, Julius Jokic just provides. Player. He just gives me a lot. Yeah, he just so he just does everything better. I think he's just a slightly better player in each category. Yeah, except obviously defensively, but yeah, uh, yeah, with, but with offense, I think and the other stuff play. like yeah, yeah, cool. like that. That's why I think the one flaw in the beat game is is he's very one dimensional, like similar to to a Zion, um, and that's why you see him get like locked down against Toronto in those playoffs um, against Marcus Saul, um, who gets. Way too much credit for being a defender. He um, could, he could be a definitely, he could definitely be a contender for our next, our next little segment that we're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, oh god. Yeah. As um, Toronto Raptors fans, the three of us. Who, Mark? Um, Mark. Mark has given us some tough, tough nights of basketball. I thought Marcus Stalls might pick for like if the fact that he went into LA. Stay on track. Stay on track, Callum. He went into LA and literally stole five million dollars over the next two years from that front office walked into the stables it's robbery stole it. it's robbery I, I i find it bad that his name's actually coming up in a top five sentence conversation like just huh? erase it from the oh five. yeah okay yeah the fact that we were talking about him right now is 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 upsetting enough the respect he deserves that we shouldn't even know his name he's so bad yeah, yeah. i'm gonna start calling him pow yeah <laughs> <laughs> what number is he doing Call by his number, bro. <laughs> I don't even remember, man. Yeah, isn't he like he's fifteen, isn't he, or something like, like that? Fourteen or fifteen or some shit. Yeah, he's just irrelevant. Um, that's his roster spot on the Lakers. Okay, so number three. Okay, we're in a big divergence here. So you have you have um Rigo Bear. I have. Oh. Yeah, go ahead. I, I have Bam and Bio and Zach. Who you have? Wait. Oh, gee, okay. Could you guys just talk? Give me a minute here. Yeah, okay. So I, I'm, I'm sure you have Bam. I think he has huh? Bam. And, and, and I had Bam. Oh, uh, I, I screwed it. I screwed it. I, I just screwed the whole list. Okay. I so forgot to like, put Bam in. I, okay, mine's Bam. Just go from okay. there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we think it's Bam. Because like, mine, was, mine was pretty comfortably Bam. Um, I know Callum's was... was I, I think Bam is, is kind of widely... It's either Bam or Gobert, I think, in the, in this situation. You either hate Gobert or you love Gobert. I hate Gobert personally. I know we all hate Gobert, but I couldn't. I couldn't just. I. I. Every. Everything I tried to do to get him off this list, he just kept popping his little French little head 
up back into the conversation. And I was like, this bald ass head. Come on. Come on. I'm so but, conflicted right now. Either. But yeah, I mean, I love Bam at four. I think in those playoffs, we, we even said that the best player on that Heat team, in, in especially those first two series, is, can't, I, I got to stop saying series. Is, that's not a word, is it? I've noticed um, a few grammatical errors in your vocabulary today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that is just not a word. That's just straight up not <laughs> series a word. Is, is, is. Series is, 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 is. Um, but yeah, I mean, Cal, make the case for Bam. Like, I have a case for Bam over, like, Christian Wood and, and Nikola Vucevic and, like, Drummond and Miles Turner. I have Vucevic at five. I, I'll, um, I'll get that out of the way. Like, I'm just, I'm just really conflicted right now. You put me in a bad spot. Because like, cause, cause our description, of our official description on all platforms for the Hunting RJ podcast is bridging the gap between objective sports analysis and banter. So I'm trying my best to do the objective sports analysis here and like not be biased against Gobert. Though the stats you bring up do have a good case. But like, oh, the, the eye test on that guy's for the eye test, The eye test on that guy is like, oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, it's like writing a driver's license test with your eyes closed. That's the eye test on this on Ruby Gobert. <laughs> it's but, just like, yeah, uh, uh, it, it's tough because because I like you just move on. Callum just doesn't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say. I'm speechless at this point. Like, I didn't so even know his name. Bad. I wasn't expecting his name to grow up here. Yeah, yeah. Not even on my list. He's not even on top eight. My, my my idea around it is just okay if you're playing the guy. Like I could take him one on one. I pick and roll. I could. Yeah. I could take him one on one. Yeah. No. I. I honestly think. And if if I if I had to bet my life to to score on one NBA player, <laughs> it would probably be Rudy Gobert. And I I, I like my chances at, at getting around and 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 scoring. But but no. Um. So what's your list, Callum? So I got I, so I got Jokic and Bead, and I have Bam, Christian Wood, uh, and Nikola Vucevic. Um, and I think I think. From my perspective, when I look at Bam, Christian Wood, Nikola Vucevic, I think Bam is the overall more impactful player in terms of um, his defensive impact. Um, he distributes the ball better, handles the ball better. Um, he can run offenses, and like so, unlike Embiid, he cannot be, I guess, mitigated in big series. Um, he's having a weaker year this year for sure. I think alike to to AD, I view it as somewhat of a hangover year. Um, like he he was injured in the first, in the finals, only played three games, yeah. but exploded in the first three series. And like and against Celtics, averaged 22-11-5 on sixty one percent from the field, while being the best defensive player on the team. Um, like he's just simply running that offense. So I think he's just a more skilled and versatile player than the two. But Christian Wood, I mean, is he not on neither of your lists? Like no. Christian I, I Wood, have, I have I have Vucevic at five. Wood was six. Christian Wood is a beast. This yeah. Christian Wood guy. I mean, he scores I the ball. Like I didn't really know who he was before this year. I'm not gonna lie. When yeah, he signed I, that, I when he signed that contract with the Rockets, I was, I was like, three, who? three years. Actually, I, I took him pretty high in, in the fantasy draft. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Um, he's yeah. he played out. But offensively, like this guy's the lethal offensive player. Um, he shoots a three ball. He shoots six threes a game. Shoots 42 percent three. Um. Shoots fifty-seven percent field goal percentage. Shoots the free throws really well. Um, he's an athletic freak, really strong. He just scores the ball well. He also rebounds the ball really well. Um, what he lacks is, and, he, and he's also in, in this list. I mean, other than Gobert, he's he ranks like third in defensive efficiency uh, of centers. Like he he's he's on both sides of the ball. I mean, he scores the ball 
very versatile. Oh, fuck, 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 fuck. Uh, <laughs> <he's> got, <laughs> hey, hey, don't make fun of my grammar. That's what I mean. I just made fun of it. Um, what did you say? Very versatile offensively and how he scores the ball. Defensively, he, he's one of the best friends uh, at the center position in the league. Um, like he's an athletic freak. I just think that this Houston Rockets team is horrible. Um, if he develops guard like abilities, he can be one of the best centers in the league, if not one of the best players in the league. Um, yeah. And then and then Vucevic five. Um, and I just think Vucevic is superior to not even close to Drummond. They're like a Miles Turner. Um, but Christian Wood simply scores the ball better than Vucevic. I think uh, defense better than Vucevic, rebounds better than Vucevic. Um, I think Vucevic. Yeah, I'm, I'm not Vucevic, huge. I mean. Like if you just look at his like look at his numbers this year, it's this it, it's insane. I mean he's giving you 24, 24 and a half, 24 and a half, eleven point seven rebounds. Like, shooting forty one percent from three, forty nine percent from the field. Like yeah, he's another guy who can just shoot it. Right now, uh, like he has the magic right now, forty five points at half. He has seventeen and seven. So like that he is he is carrying that magic team, a horrible magic team. Who have been injury ridden um, all year? Like five and zero or something. Sorry, didn't they start like five and zero or something? They started. They started a bit hot. Yeah, I, th- I think you're now right. they're thirteen and twenty five. Yeah, I mean they've had the amount of injuries they've had throughout the throughout the year has been really rough. Um, a lot of injuries. Um, do and I think they've had a few guys out to COVID as well. But I just my issue with with Vucevic is yeah I don't I don't want to fall victim to recency bias. He he's been in the year for ten years now. He's won two playoff games in ten years, right? Like, like those teams have been horrible. Granted, um, but like you gotta do better than that, right? Like, yeah, you gotta find a way to win more than two games in ten playoff. Or two games. Yeah, I mean, I think, but I think it, he's having a season arguing, right now, though. Like, he's having a good season. Yeah, no, he is on and that terrible it, team. Yeah, yeah, and I think in my Vucevic case was like, like the bat, the second best, the third best. If I had him over, like playoff guys like Gobert or 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 Embiid or Jokic who've had success in the playoffs then then yeah I mean I think that that's valid to bring up but like I think having him as the as the fifth best center in basketball is definitely um is definitely fair like I think no I have him at five too yeah if you compare him to guys like 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 Christian Wood I think it's his first year being a great basketball player as well he's been in the in the league for a couple of years as well so I think um, obviously not as long as Vucevic, but I think yeah. both of the if you compare their seasons, I think Vucevic is slightly better. I just I think in terms of, in terms of like impact in terms of winning. I mean, if you're a championship, I think it's team, close for sure. If, if you're if you're a championship competing team, you want you want Wood instead of Vucevic, right? And I think you do because because Vucevic can't really play alongside like a, a number one player. He needs the ball in his hands because um, he's he's a good, he's a good distributor of the basketball. Um, and he takes a lot of shots, but I also think he's not good enough to be like a number one, the number one offensive player either. If you know what I mean? He's kind of like in an awkward scenario. He's like good, but he's also ball dominant. And there are some, there was actually some trade rumors um, with with Boston. Uh, I, I think Orlando came back saying that they weren't they weren't going to uh, deal Vucevic this summer. But but earlier, um, if, if if a team like Boston who's in need of a of a dominant big like like a Vucevic or if they could pick that guy up and 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 we could see him actually play on a playoff team because this is all this is all speculation like we don't actually know like if he can play with other people because he's never yeah. played before right so like i think i think yeah so yeah i mean i mean both both i think are close i think we agree that it's close um 
Uh, yeah. and, and Christian Wood is having an amazing season this year and probably the, the more, the, definitely the more effective defender. And I think, I, I think it, which is a slightly better offensive player, but it, like if I'm the Celtics, I really don't want to add Vucevic to the team. I, I don't think the fit really is really there. Like, I, I'd much rather have a Christian Wood on my team, someone who defends is a better defender, someone who scores interior um, at, at a higher level, um, someone who's the more efficient player right now from three. Um, Close. I mean, they're both shooting forty-one percent. Yeah, they're both. They're both wet. They're both. They are both yeah. absolute sprinklers right now. Um, um, but like Christian was also young and long and right, right, like right, he's right, all those intangible assets. Right, 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 right. So, is there any is there any argument for Drummond in this case or no? Zero argument for RJ Drummond. Uh, Miles Turner. I mean, I, I I like me some Miles Turner, but but not a top five. It's not a top five. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> amazing though. Uh, one observation I make is that if we are doing this five years ago, like no way we look down the list and say okay. Jokic, I would just nine is a game. Bam with five is a game. Who's which force is a game. Like at the center position. And like look at these guys. Jokic 42% from three. Embiid 42% from three. Bam doesn't shoot threes. Christian Wood 42% from three. Uzovic 41% from three. Yeah. That's five years ago and could never be the case. Yeah. And it's interesting we left out Kat. Um I kind of did it just because he's he's been um kind of suffering with injuries this year. Uh, but but one or two years ago, I think a prime Carl Anthony Towns had a case for maybe like a top. Two. Sorry, Carl, yeah, for one, he had, he had a case been, for one. Yeah, he I agree. He's an MIA. I just think he's a little yeah. too relevant right now. Yeah, I mean, same way, same way we didn't bring Clay Thompson to into the shooting guard. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. A, a healthy cat is comfortably on this list. I think. We yeah. Agree. yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, Okay, so let's let's move on uh, here to our next segment, um, where we're going to discuss our our most underrated player in the NBA, our most overrated player in the NBA, and then a player in the NBA that we think is is fairly rated amongst amongst uh, amongst NBA fans and and people around the league. So so let's start with the most underrated player in the NBA. Um, there's a few obviously great picks for this. Um, we'll start with Zach here though. Who is say Kyle Lowry? I, I honestly, I put Julius Randle. Like, I know he's kind of rated highly right now, but I think he's still, like, if you're just asking someone, like, if I went and asked my buddies that I live with, I said, name the top five power forwards, there was no way they would say Julius Randle. Like, basically my argument is just, if you, like, as we were saying earlier, like, if we watch Julius Randle just be, eh, all like for nine years or however long it's been might be less than nine years, but I still think he's obviously having a really good season right now, but I think that he's still a little bit underrated. So I would say Julius Randall. And if you look at where he fell in the fantasy draft, I mean, I got him in the eighth round. So, and he was an all-star. So I would say Julius Randall. Did did he start in the all-star game? No, no, no. Yeah, that's what's yeah. okay. But, but yeah, yeah. No, I agree with that pick. I, I don't think you can pay on it. I think I think you argue he's a bit. I think he's yeah. It it, it depends who you ask. If you ask like a harder basketball player, well, yeah, but yeah, he's, he's likely fairly. Ready. That's that my argument's more like if you're just like watching basketball casually. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Still very right. underrated. Great player. All right, Callum. Callum, go ahead. Mine is um. This guy's as, as well like considered good. Um, like Shea Gilders Alexander is my my most favorite player. 
you know what? It was, I have, I had him as a, I was going to name him as my honorable mention and go into it. I'm glad you have him too. Okay. I thought you were about to say he was the most overrated player. Yeah, I, I, know, I was going to say that too. No, no, no. He, he was my honorable mention for, for this, for this, for this category. So like, look at this dude's numbers. It's right? 24, six assists a game, five rebounds a game, 51% from the field, 41% from three. Yeah. I don't know how I didn't think of throwing. Why was he not in consideration for our top five shooting guards? I don't know why. I was, I was daffed. I think why was he not in consideration for an all-star spot? Why was he just not like that? That OKC team is um, garbage with him, like hot garbage with him. Yeah, but they're doing well. Like what are they? Seventeen and twenty-two, which isn't bad for considering how bad that team is. In the West, yeah, they're above the Pelicans. Yeah, they're above the Pelicans, above the Kings, Rockets, Timberwolves. Yeah, he's yeah. he's a fantastic basketball player. When I watch him play, I think no way this guy can shoot the three. Just yeah. his form is his form is horrendous. Okay. Um, I mean, he's had two years now where where he's shot the three relatively well, and I'm like, okay, it's not a fluke. Like maybe he does actually make shoot the ball well from outside. He's also like defensively, Shagels Alexander is a great defender. Great defender. He's a great defender. Yeah. Um, this is someone who I want on my team because he's he, he's like a scoring guard that yeah. distributes the ball well, but he also you, you rarely see um, a, a guard, like a, like a primary scorer guard, uh, on a team this bad, this efficient. Yeah. Like, think Bradley Beal. Think Zach Levine. Like, you rarely see – Zach Levine's pretty efficient. You rarely see them putting up 24 uh, points a game uh, on this level of efficiency. It's, it's similar, like, to Devin Booker in the way they're like, – like, he's like a 50-40-90 player. I don't know what, I don't know what Shea's shooting, shooting from the free throw line, but – 80 percent yeah it's still it's still remarkable and and he's and he's been great this season and, and you mentioned scoring a scoring guard it's scary because he's what six seven as well and and he has that versatility that he brings on the defensive end as well which any yeah. team would want i mean the okc is gonna got a great future out of them with with shea and, and those obviously all those assets that they got so so yeah i mean great pick there um i was really close to putting him my guy um my guy actually is someone who I obviously think is underrated as well. Um, he obviously doesn't, he also doesn't get the, the, the recognition out West. I feel like in that stacked guard pool, obviously um, it's De'Aaron Fox. And I think um, De'Aaron Fox right now, he has the same amount of assists per game as Ben Simmons. He's averaging just over seven and a half assists a game, 7.6 assists a game. He's averaging 20, same amount of points as, as Brandon Ingram and Paul George um and your guy Shay. so i mean from from that from that perspective his counting numbers are impressive he's shooting 47 percent from the field he's being efficient um he just and when you watch them play he's really the sorry he's shooting from three out of curiosity he's shooting 34 percent. so so just a below average okay. just below league average i think league average is 35 percent or whatever um so, so, so not, not the best three point shooter, but, but definitely not a horrible three point shooter either. Um, but yeah, I mean, someone who, who, who's, who's a great defender as well. Um, great, great at deflecting balls, great at getting into passing lanes, obviously quick um, and a great leader as well. I mean, when you watch that Sacramento team play, there's very few positives that you can get, especially from the defensive end, but, but going down the stretch, they're one of the best offensive teams in the league. And that's, that's, um, that has a lot to do with with De'Aaron Fox and, and his kind of leadership and his his playmaking ability. And I think he kind of goes under the radar. Um, there was a lot of speculation 
or or reports saying that that when he got that max extension in the summer that he didn't really deserve it. I think it was a no-brainer to give him that extension. I think um, as he continues to improve, I think he's only 22 or 23 right now. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but but yeah, I mean, I think he's going to be a great point guard for them going forward, and I think a great player to build around for sure. It's interesting because like, he's obviously, like, we're not arguing he's a better player than Shea, but I think, like, in terms of how they rate, how, like, external people rate them, yeah, like, De'Aaron Fox is not rated highly at whatsoever, right? Like, he's not even in the conversation for top 10 poker league. Yeah, he's not. And, and, and like, top 15, maybe sliding up there. And, like, yeah, it's crazy. I think it's kind of like a, a byproduct of, of the all-star system and how a small subset of players and they may get so much press and so much, I guess, like, attention. But it's, like, similar. Like, when I, when I was looking at my list, I mean, De'Aaron Fox is out – um, Shagels or Alexander, like if you look at these, like Colin Sexton, kind of like people like that who are so impactful um, on like these lower caliber teams, but that don't get thrown into the all star names um, or like consideration. Which I guess brings me into my most overrated player, which is someone who fits in this category, but everybody freaking loves. Um, yeah. My most overrated player is Trey Young. Um, yeah. And it, like he's not an all star this year. I think he, if he was an all star this year, I'd, I'd hammer this pick, um, be it like a multi-unit play. But I, mean, like, <laughs> I, I look on Bucket Center's Instagram, and he's an idiot. He's like, do Trey Young, I should have been a star of the series, absolute snub. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. He, what do you want? Like, he was not snubbed at all. Um, I think a lot of people have, they just look at his numbers, and say, oh, you're averaging 30 points a game. So, yeah, he is. But he he doesn't play defense. I think we talked about this in another episode inefficient brand of basketball he doesn't win games like he's just such an expendable piece um other people i was looking for on this list and i think if you ask me this last year this time i would absolutely hammer most overrated player in the nba no question pascal siakam <laughs> horrible nba player mine, mine he pascal. yeah he doesn't deserve to be in the nba just, i'm just over him he, he sucks <laughs> he, he through and through sucks yeah. um <laughs> i think nick nurse would probably rank him number one in the nba for players because nick nurse thinks that the best play Lane games to give Pascal Siakam ISO three. <laughs> How did that guy ever win the coach of the year coach of the year award? I mean, did he? No, he did. That's like oof. he's a great coach for forty six minutes. I think we can agree. I just think his his last yeah. Pascal Siakam. His end of game I think I think I think pe- people now are kind of realizing how bad he is after on the biggest stage in the playoffs. He finally like crumbled. People are like, okay, this guy just this guy's just bad. I think that's that's why maybe I didn't pick him this year. Um, but I think like like before that series, people were like, "Oh, Pascal Siakam is a great player. He was an All Star starter this year." Mm-hmm. It's it's just it's it's a disgrace to basketball. Mind boggling. It's a disgrace to basketball. Um, so my my pick um, is Tyler Hero. Oh, I love that pick. I absolutely love that pick. I, I mean. The guy is just not a great basketball player. Like, I think when we, when, we, when we go back, when we go back to the playoffs and, and we think about that Miami Heat run and the amount of praise that Tyler Hero was getting, this kid, he had that one game where he dropped like 35 against Boston and everyone was praising him. And uh, Great game, by the way. I mean, I, I think he was, what, 19 or 20 at the time. Just an unbelievable performance, but... After the playoffs, if I was Miami, I would sell that stock so hard 
package him and get a Beal, package him and get a, get get a, get a secondary piece or 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 or, or form a big three with Jimmy Butler and Bam. Tyler Hero is never going to be an All Star in this league. He is never going to be an All Star in this league. He's six four. He's skinny. He can't defend. He's shooting thirty three percent from three, and he's a shooter. You're a shooter. You're supposed to shoot. That's your thing. And you you you're not even shooting league average. Like he's averaging what fifteen five and three right now. I mean, nice. Like Tyler Hero, <laughs> man. You're over just an overrated player. Like he's getting all this publicity, rising star. No, he's just a rising player. He's a rising, he's a, he's a player that's going to get older, but he's not going to get better. Like it's like, I, I, I just, I just think he's incredibly overrated. And I think like, so, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. So I just want to, I just want to say something to the, to the fans right here. I fully agree with Aiden. Um, and like, you may think that we're being Tyler hero here, but let me take you back. I'm going to take you back to grade 11 column die. For context, I'm in second year now of university. Grade 11 yeah. column die. No, listen. So I used to love watching high school basketball. I watched his Tyler Hero kid, his YouTube mixtapes, his Ball's Life videos out in Wisconsin um, when he rejected the Wisconsin offer and went to Kentucky. And I loved it. The dog that fighting him, he's my favorite player going out, going out of um, going into university. He went to you know, he went to Kentucky. I'm a Kentucky fan. I loved it. I watched like, oh my God. I thought he was so good. I'm like, this guy's going to be great in the NBA. Then we fast forward to Mexico. We're in Mexico for spring break. Yeah. And we're watching, it's March Madness. And he is, I think it's against Houston. He pulls up, like, hits a game-winning three. I'm like, let's go. This guy, like, I love him. He's going to be so good. Um, and I think he's honestly met my expectations. That's what I expected. Um, and, like, like he, my favorite player for, for sure in the draft. I thought he got snubbed. I think he got sugar in the top ten. Um, loved him. Loved his rookie season. Thought he had a great rookie season. Um and he still like wasn't getting that much press that now or then, like when he finished off his rookie season. So I'm like, I think he still was underrated. Um, and he met my expectations, exceeded them. In fact, loved him, still loved him throughout the playoffs. But I completely agree with you. The second he he dropped like 35 or something against Boston, and people were like, he's low key the best player on the team. I was like, okay, hold hold your horses, buddy, um, because. He's hyped like, really and just shot up. Yeah, like, like I, I have a Tyler Hero jersey on my wall because the jersey is sick. I have a Miami Vice one. I love Tyler Hero. I absolutely love him. But as a coach, he would drive me crazy because he he's the worst. He sucks at defending. He's a horrible defensive player. Um, and, and offensively, under league average uh, outside of shooting, he's horrible with the ball in his hands. And he can't finish inside, right? Like he's whenever he drives the basketball, he's weak inside. Like he's not overly athletic. He's not like like give me Dante Divincenzo or Divincenzo, right? Like yeah, yeah. Um, I love Tyler Hero. I love him, but I have to agree with the pick here. Uh, also, Tyler Hero by Jack Harlow, great song, great yeah. song, great song. And I all agree that that's a great song. But I just, I, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, Tyler Hero. I, I like the guy too. I mean, he plays a fun, a fun brand of basketball. I think we all, when we're playing basketball with our friends, we we all try to play a little bit like Tyler Hero, you know, pull up, kind of, kind of all swaggy like that. But, but I mean, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, he's a bit overrated, and, and that's not necessarily his fault. I mean, like it's not like he's overrating himself. It's this the rest of the the NBA yeah. media and the fan bases around Tyler Hero are, are just... He's a like, super likable player, I think. Yeah. People, he's super likable. And, Love the diet. 
But Zach, what do you think? Do you think he's overrated? Oh, he definitely is overrated, but I still love the guy, so I don't want to like slander him. Yeah, like, Tyler, even, if you're, you're watching ball. this right now, we love you. Like, yeah, we love you, but literally, we're so Tyler. But, yeah. I think honestly the most, in, met most entertaining high school player like I've watched in the past few years. Just those games in Wisconsin were as actually unbelievable. Um, yeah. Love the pick though. Love the pick. Yeah. Okay. So right. most I had Pascal, but I'll go for my like well-rated player. I mean, I don't. I literally yeah. don't need to say anything about Pascal. That guy's just the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We kind of touched. Pascal, on if you're listening, we don't like you. Yeah. Pascal is your most fairly rated player. Yeah. No, That's he's my most overrated. Okay, thank you. Okay. Uh, my most fairly rated player is Jalen Brown. Okay. Now, I, I honestly think he could be a little underrated, but he's on the Celtics, and like people talk about him, so I didn't put him underrated. But he's like kind of quietly having a pretty solid season. Like, if we look at these stats, he's averaging 24.4. Having a great season. Great season. Hmm? Great season. All-star season. Yeah, 38 from three, 48 and a half from the field. Like, that's solid. That's what you want from a guy that's playing with Jason Tatum. Yeah. He's not getting the ball every possession, but he's someone that's solid, and he's a good second option. Um, so I like him as just he's, – he's good. I think he's solid, and people rate him, but I don't think – He's underrated over it. I think he's yeah. just soft. Zach, I have a question for you. You think Jalen Brown could be the second best player on a championship team? See, that's what I was kind of wondering. And I think he could be a third, and I don't know if he can be a second. You think Tatum can be the best player? Or the, do you think he can be the second best no. player on the championship team? No, I think the Celtics are in a bit of a sewered position right now. Because I don't think they have that like star, like Braun, KD, Steph, that could just win them a championship. And I think they I, have, like, if it's like a tears, then I think Jay, Tatum's under that. But he's still young, so he could turn into that, but not right now. Okay. I think That's I think Jalen Brown could be the second best player on the championship team if the third best player is also has caliber, right? Like he, it would need to be a big three. Um, well, so he, he the way I see it is there's like tiers. There's like Steph, Braun, KD, where like they, they can win you a championship, I think, right? And then there's like the people just under that where like they could, but they need more pieces around them, and I think. Like, like Tatum is just under that top tier and Jalen Brown's just under that second. So if you get like two people, they're just under the second tier and like Tatum or something, then I think that's a championship team. Another question, follow up. You think Jalen Brown could ever be a better player than Jason Tatum? Mm-hmm. They're both. Young. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, he's, he's, mm-hmm. he's arguably the more efficient scorer. Um, yeah. Defender. Sorry. Tatum just, and defender, yeah. Tatum, like, needs the ball in his hands a lot more than Jalen does, so I think Tatum's always going to get more hype because he always has the ball. But yeah. I feel like he could. There's a chance, yeah. Tatum's just been better, right? Like, Jalen Brown, like, he, he can really disappear. He can really disappear in games. Right. He can, he can but he, he's also been solid. Like, I don't think he's overrated. At no, no, no. I, 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 I like to pick the overrated. Because I think, I think a lot of people yeah. think – a lot of people underrated him, but I think, I think a few people also there. Also, okay. exactly. Like, so I like I was thinking about him for underrated, but it's kind of like he's like the second best player on the Celtics. Like, people talk about him, so I think he's pretty fairly rated, to be honest. He's solid. That's yeah. my pick. Yeah. So I'll go. I'll go next, and this is a guy again that that has been overrated in the past, and we have all agreed. I think that this guy has been one of the most overrated players in basketball. Actually. No, don't tell me it's Pascal. Not Pascal. Oh. Um, <laughs> 
DeMar DeRozan. I, I, mm. Dude, you can argue he's underrated. DeMar DeRozan? Yeah. You can he's argue he's underrated. You can. Absolutely. And I think he's having a sneaky season this year. I don't think he's an all-star, and I think that that's why he's on my list as a fairly rated player, because I wouldn't have voted him as an all-star. Um, I think he just got snubbed. I think you could have had him over Mike Connolly. Um, I think that one was close, but... But, um, yeah, I mean, he's having a great season, Tw- uh, 20, 20 points, 7 assists, 49% from the field. Um, the, the Spurs right now are 19 and 15. Why does um, he shoot from three out of curiosity? Right now he's shooting 32% from three this season. Uh, so not not a lot. Didn't, didn't he shoot – I want to say he shot better last year, like the year before. Like he, he, he had so, shot three well, well better. Not – yeah. So, so, no, this is actually his career high shooting the three. Um, his last, oh, actually, no, that's a lie. In, in, in the 2015, 16 season, he shot 33% from three, but the one season that he shot, one upgrade, the one season that he shot at a high volume or a higher volume, I should say was his last year in Toronto. If you guys remember, um, he shot 3.6 threes a game that season and shot them at 31%. So he's never been an average, uh, three-point shooter he's always been a below average three-point shooter but that's not really his game I mean I think he's he's really been able to to kind of morph his game into into that combo guard role in San Antonio where he's able to deliver uh facilitate as well as score and obviously um come up clutch in the in, in clutch moments as well um throughout the regular season that is usually it's yeah, um, like a dollar tree Jimmy Butler. yeah exactly exactly um I think Dollar Tree might be a little disrespectful, but, <laughs> but but yeah, definitely definitely a poor a poor man's Jimmy Butler in in, in some capacity. Um, and I think he can do. He has a lot of a lot going for him offensively, and yeah, I think fairly rated right now. Um, definitely has been underrated and overrated. I think throughout his career, but but yeah, I mean Demar Derozan just off of a just not quite an All Star, but but I think people are starting to respect um, what he's doing with the San Antonio Spurs this season. Alan? That's fair. What do you got? Um, so mine, mine is a more high-profile player. My most fairly fairly rated is Nikola Jokic, um, and I have him there because people, I think, unanimously think he's like this top twelve player. They all recognize like this guy's ridiculously impactful. Like he's so good. Um, he impacts the game in so many different ways. But I've never once heard his name ever be in the same conversation. Um, as LeBron or Steph or KD for like best player in the world. Like, I think as soon as you start putting his name in there, that's, it gets a little outrageous, but I think he's also never been out of the conversation. I think everybody has him in the same pocket, which is super accurate. Like, uh, like an all NBA first team or second team player, uh, an all-star starter, a, a great overall player, but he's just missing that the, the, the few factors that, that propel him to be the best player in the league. Um, and that's why I think like, I don't, I never heard anybody put him in the, in the, in the conversation for best player in the league. Yeah, and I, I completely agree with that because you, you you see some people in that same tier, which I think I would put Kawhi Leonard in that tier. I would put Damian Lillard in that tier. And you have some people... Dame, that, Dame's a bit of a five long 10, shot. From, from 5 to 12, he's in that tier. Yeah. 5 to 12. He's not 5, he's more like 9 to 12 probably. Not, not a 5 to 12 player. Yeah, exactly. So you don't think he's a 5-12 player, but most people think he's a 5-12 player, Damian Lillard. Some people think Kyrie is a 5-12 player. Some people think Joel Embiid is a 5-12 player. Some, yeah. people have him, some, some people have him higher. 
some people have lower, but 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 no. you're right in in th- in saying that that Jokic is kind of that common denominator that's always in the conversation. He's always yeah. in the right conversation. Oh, he's just like really good, but he's not unreal. Yeah, you can't disrespect oh. him. Just, yeah, you, it's it's hard to disrespect him. He's very likable, but you also recognize when you watch him play, it's like he he is missing certain aspects of his game. Um, yeah, it's an interesting question though. Fairly rated. It's definitely an interesting question. It was pretty hard. Um, yeah. I think in terms of oh, overrated players, that'd be the most interesting segment. Though I love it, I fucking love it. Um, like my honorable mentions there were also like Marcus, sorry, Pau Gasol. Um, the, <laughs> the Lakers. He's number fourteen, by the way, so you can call him number fourteen. Yeah, number fourteen, the Lakers. Um, Siakam, this guy sucks. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm looking like. Anyways, um, I think I think where we are now that wraps up our episode that was a little long as well, maybe like an hour. I want to say, Ada, what, what are you that thinking? Wasn't that wasn't bad. Um, that was probably like an hour. Okay, I just looked at my phone and Ottawa is up four one. I saw that. That's a fucking. I know my buddy's watching the game because he's a Sens fan. I got money. Got a best pass. I just saw it. Okay, so hmm? really, Calum, do you want to hit us with a little um, outro? No, okay, yeah, that was the outro. Um, thank you all uh, for tuning in today. Um, great to be back. Do you have any shout, out, shout outs? Sorry? Do you have any shout outs for anyone, maybe? <laughs> shout out to Trevor. There you go. There's a shout out. Yeah, yeah shout out to Trevor, man. Um, huge on the downloads this week. Uh, stay tuned yeah. for Apple Music. It'll be out quickly. Um, Send us. I'm so excited for March Madness. I'm so excited. Uh, I want to do a podcast every day recapping each day of March Madness, <laughs> um, if possible. No, I'm kidding, but but we, I think we might create a segment on our Instagram page of Picks of the Day. Um, we're gonna throw on our bets picks there. Um, but yeah, thank you, thank you for tuning in. This is gonna be our last NBA episode for for a few weeks, I think. Um, I think we kind of saturated right now. Gonna move into March Madness next week, soccer the week after that, and then I think maybe hockey. dabble dabble with hockey. Hockey um, as well. Got some interesting guests for sure there. Um, but yeah, appreciate the support. Please let us know um, if you want to see something improved, if you want to see a different format or a different style. Um, uh, and we always welcome those suggestions. Uh, but yeah, thanks for tuning in, and see you guys in the next episode. Cheers. See you guys.